Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? going to happen. I feel it. I can't get it out of my mind. You're just nervous. Welcome back to another episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Of course, you got your host, Sludge, here. Co-host across from me is Mark, our brother from Texas, Ruben. And we are here for our 60th episode. We have hit 60 of these. It's an anniversary. Oh, yes. And yeah. you know what? It's a great film for this anniversary. Oh, yes. It's perfect. I love it's it. Perfect. So we're knocking our way through the Universal Monster films. Uh, we've done Creature. <laughs> we've done Dracula. And now it's... It, it, it's a toss-up on my favorite between this one and Creature, but we, we've hit Frankenstein. I'm a huge fan of this movie. Sorry about that, Sarge. He shot you down. I love no Creature, creature. man, but they're, yeah. so, they're so different, but I like this one for so many yeah. other reasons. Um, pretty, pretty stoked about this film. I think that's probably why they kicked you out of the protest, right? It, it is. Wasn't, it I wasn't. chose Frankenstein oh, and Creature. That's terrible. Sarge's like, that's I'm terrible. done. <laughs> get out. Yeah. Yeah. Just get out. Nope. Not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and I'm a big fan of this movie, even though this movie is quite not quite not drastically but i mean it, it is very different than the book in a lot of ways you know one of the one of the key oh, ones i would say drastic i would say drastically, drastically yeah i, I would mean say there's drastically a, there's a lot the of changes you know yeah. i mean you know uh yeah elizabeth not be getting killed you know um frankenstein not dying you know there's a, a lot of stuff um but this one was well this one was pretty cool actually um the movie actually, because of the of in 1931, this is another 31 film. Um, they kind of pushed this one together pretty quick. Um, Universal actually had lost a ton of money uh, before Dracula came out, and when Dracula came out, they ended up profiting like seven hundred thousand dollars or something like that in 31, which was great for them. Um, so uh, Carl Lemuel, the Lemuels. I re- I, yeah. I've never been able to pronounce that name right. And they even say his yeah. name audibly in the beginning of this movie. And I still can't even do it. Um, but so they decided, okay, we need to start pushing some production for more horror and immediately. And the next one uh, was Frankenstein. They wanted to do Frankenstein next. And um, actually, originally, um, Lugosi was supposed to play Frankenstein's monster. And yeah. he looked quite different um, than what we end up getting on screen. From my understanding, though, um, there was a lot of issues w- between the director and Lugosi because the original director, um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was on the, Robert Flory, maybe? No. Um, I can't remember the name of the real original director. James Whale directed the film, but they had another director yeah. at the time, um, and there was a lot of issues, and apparently um, Lugosi ended up, he didn't want to, he wanted to play Frankenstein. He didn't want to play Frankenstein's monster, but due to his contract, that was really the only role that they wanted him for. And then there was issues with the makeup yeah. and, and mm-hmm. him and the director. And so he ended up getting kicked out of the, off the shoot is, you know, you, there's multiple stories of him leaving voluntarily, but more of what you hear is, is that he was kicked out off the film. Um, um, 
because he got into it with the director. Well, the director ended up getting fired anyways, and they brought in James Whale from England, and they pretty much, the Lee Mills said, you can have a, the pick of what of what you want film-wise, and he picked Frankenstein. Now, he made a lot of, he's the one who made a lot of the drastic changes to the film, made the Frankenstein's monster more of just a silent killing machine, um, and, you know, brought, you know, brought on the, the new cast and crew, and, of course, we brought, got uh, Boris Karloff, um, for Frankenstein's monster, um, ultimately, um, actually, and there was, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, there's actually a scene in the movie, um, where Boris is not the monster. It's actually the special effects technician who did a lot, of, a lot of the lighting stuff. Boris was afraid of getting burned from the lighting effects, uh, cause there was a lot of sparks, uh, cause like his abdomen and stuff is shown. And, um, that guy, the special effects technician actually is on the table in that scene. So it's actually the only scene that yeah. Karloff's not the monster. Really, yep. I did not know that one. Um, which was a pretty cool little tidbit. So, I mean, everyone should know the story of Frankenstein. Yeah, you know, I mean, Victor Frankenstein, the doctor who the book that's about, attempts to create life, attempts to play God. And he takes a bunch of body parts from from graveyards and, and gallows and, and, and stitches together uh, a, a, a human. And through some experiments with high-powered electricity, he ends up bringing this thing to life. But this thing is a monster. Um, it is not uh, the creation he was hoping for. And um, it ends up you know, killing his assistant, uh, gets loose, and kind of just goes on a little bit of a rampage in the movie and hunts Frankenstein down, attacks Elizabeth, his fiance, on their wedding day, um, and they uh, kills a little girl, uh, which we'll talk heavily about that scene um, uh, in the countryside. Uh, kills, you know, like I said, Fritz, his um, um, assistant, or Igor in later films, and he's changed names changed from Fritz back to Igor. Um, and they have to chase him down. Victor says enough's enough, and, and they they form a mob and chase them chase the monster uh, ultimately uh, up to a windmill. And uh, it's at this point it's Frankenstein and his monster in the windmill with the mob outside, and Frankenstein tries to escape and does not do so, and the monster ends up throwing him over the top uh, ledge of the. Uh, windmill yeah. and he ends up hitting yeah. one of the windmill sails and it's a pretty gruesome scene for 1931 yes. and as he hits the you know the body hits the windmill seal it ends up falling to the ground and it's pretty gr pretty gruesome and graphic um but he manages to survive and they carry him back to town while the rest of the mob lights the windmill on fire and and then you see boris Karloff's the, the monster just scream in agony as this thing starts yeah blazing up and he finally ultimately dies um but but Frankenstein survives in the movie, not like the book. You know, so there's a lot of differences between the book. We were not going to break into the book, but a lot of differences between the movie and the book itself. Uh, both amazing. The book is absolutely amazing. If you've never read, read Mary Shelley Fra Sherry's yeah, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, it is a, I mean, it's a classic for a reason. Um, but of course, we've got great cast in this one. Uh, this movie was made for like two hundred something thousand dollars. End up grossing total with all of its releases because we'll break in because there was multiple releases due to the coding. We've been talking a lot about the coding era, especially with Dracula yeah. and stuff. And, and a lot happened with this film um, because of the content of the movie. And we'll break into that as we start discussing it some more. Um, but ultimately the movie ended up making, because it got re-released a couple times from 31 to like 52 or 53 um, and ended up grossing $12 million. This one was a huge box office hit for... Um, Universal. I mean, the, the biggest of the year, definitely for 31 for them. Um, so did extremely well. And, of course, got, got a great cast. Colin Clive plays Dr. Frankenstein in this. Boris Karloff plays the monster. But, but two of my favorites return from Dracula for this one. Yeah. And, of course, D Dwight Fry, who I absolutely loved as Renfield in Dracula. Yes. He's Fritz in this, or, or the Igor character. And he's absolutely awesome yeah. in, in, in this film as well. Uh, but then, of course, we get Edward Von Sloan. He's Dr. Uh, Wadlow, um, who who helps Frankenstein out. And he was um, Van Helsing in Dracula. He's actually in The Mummy, too. So, I mean, he he's used a yeah. lot in most yeah. of these classical monster films. And his performance is awesome. Um, Mae Clark um, plays Elizabeth. She does a phenomenal job in this movie. Everyone does a top-notch job. I mean, for as fast as the production of this movie was, I mean, same year release as, as Dracula. Um, 
yeah. with with the troubles they had starting uh, starting up the film with the director and then then Lugosi. Um, everyone did outstanding job in this. Outstanding. Um, even um, I think it was Frederick Kerr. Um, who played Baron Frankenstein by Victor's dad. He's great. He's just a yeah. k- kook of an old man, you know, and I love yeah. him in the movie. Um, but I think he ended up passing away like the next year or a few years later because they were wanting to bring him back um, and use him again like they're, you know, do it Edward and Dwight for the, these other films, but uh, they weren't una- unable to. Um, but Frankenstein's monster was, it was huge. Probably the biggest of the monsters as far as sequels and other films. I mean, because you had several sequels for this one. You had uh, the very next one was Bride of Frankenstein, uh, followed by Son of Frankenstein. Then you had House of Frankenstein. Um, then he returns again for House of Dracula. I mean, so there's a lot of Frankenstein's monster. Um, and played by a lot, pretty much all three of the big guys back then. Kar- Karloff plays him for the first several films. So all, the, all the direct sequels. Now, doesn't Karloff do the uh, Abbott and Costello no, no, that's actually that? Glenn. No. Um, oh, that's right. We, t- Glenn, uh, Strange. we Glenn Strange. That's yeah, Glenn yeah, Strange. Glenn Strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, because Karloff uh, actually plays another character in that one. Uh, but Glenn Strange does the Frankenstein yeah. monster um, because Karloff did the monster for quite a while. But then Lugosi ends up doing. Uh, I'm one. Yeah. House of Frankenstein. House of Frankenstein. I think yeah. it said House. House it was yeah, one of the House of Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lugosi, Ted Don's the makeup and is the monster. Um, then I think it's house of Dracula is the one where Lon Chaney jr. Yeah. Even does yeah. it. Okay. And, uh, is that right? Is that, I think it's that. I believe so. Because it, yeah. it was the, it was the film before house of Frankenstein, I think, because I think, well, either way. So I mean, no, it was because it was, I think maybe house of Dracula came out first. Um, because I remember knowing that Lon played, um, the wolf or the Frankenstein monsters, but they couldn't play him yeah. in the next film because he had to portray the wolf man right. um, for that. And then at that point yeah. when he had to portray the wolf man, I believe is when Glenn first stepped in as the monster. And then of course, Glenn's the, the monster in Abbott Costello. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you had, I mean, and Glenn's played a lot of other monster roles too, or, you know, these horror films. So, I mean, having, Karloff, Lugosi, Chaney Jr., and and Strange all play the monster was pretty cool. I mean, every one of them got a swing at the character. Um, actually, Lugosi only agreed to play the monster um, in House of, of Frankenstein because he uh, he liked the the character was different. They were supposed to, there was actually some some uh, actual lines, audible dialogue. Um, and then he portrayed the monster as blind, uh, but they ended up cutting out on the you know all the dialogue for the monster, which ticked Lugosi off. Um, and then the way they re-edited it, it, they didn't bring apart him being blind in the film. Um, so interesting role the monster's taken. But this is the one that kicked it all off. I mean, absolutely great cast. Well, I, I think if you look at it over a period of time, uh, the monster has been, I mean, it comes right with, when you talk about movies and you talk about scary movies, you talk about those things. Frankenstein always get, always gets always. brought up. Always oh, and, he, gets, and he's brought up for generations. I mean, he, oh yeah, you know, well, not only through the the Universal horror monster films and the sequels, and, the, and then the House films. You know, I mean, the the original, um, you know, shared universe before Marvel ever did it. Uh, he was also in um, what's the the Ronkin Boss uh, animated film, um, Mad Monster Party. Yeah. He's in it. I mean, the monsters in uh, the Monster Squad. Well, know? I mean, and, and that, and you know, Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. I think he even had cereal. Wasn't there a Frankenberry or something yep, like that? There's yeah, a he even had cereal. So, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, the characters made lots of money over the years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, lots yeah. Lots of money. I mean, yeah. Universal has been ranking in on that character for a long time. Oh, long yes. time. Yes. Um, so, I mean, did great for, for Universal. I mean, spawned tons of sequels. There's been, you know, um, of course, the remakes. Uh, you had the the Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, you had the Hammer film Frankenstein movies. You even had that one um, Frankenstein 1960 or 1970. Um, so, I mean, you know, like Dracula. I mean, this is a yeah. reoccurring character, yeah. but this is the one that started it all. And, man, in my opinion, is the it's it's my favorite. It is my favorite of the original Universal. It's so hard to choose between it and Creature because they're such drastic films. This is so much more of a tragedy horror where Creature is just a straight-up monster film. 
you know, yeah. it's a totally, yeah. totally different type of film. Um, but let's let's jump into it. I, I, am I up first this time around? Go take it. All right. Take it. Oh, take big, it. before you before you start, just because our listeners are smart. Uh, Bella Lugosi played Frankenstein at Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. It was Glenn Strange that's for the right. rest of them. Okay, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. right. So. Because you were right. House of Frankenstein was next. So yeah, it was Frankenstein meets Wolfman, and you're right. That is yeah. Lugosi. Then Strange. The house, I knew something was up because he was hard at work over there. He looked like, and nothing was coming out of corporate because it didn't sound, it didn't quite. I'm like, man, you know, I mean, I I remember Glenn Strange, and I'm like, man, I don't remember the ghosty, but we're missing Frankenstein, which is one of my favorites, too. I love Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, but House of Frankenstein's, uh, you know, that's a that's that's one of my. I mean, hell, I love them all. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all so good. All so yeah. good. But, uh, but we, uh, you know, we got some pretty smart listeners that say, hey, wait a minute. You guys don't know your horror movies. Well, and, uh, good uh, man, because they, I mean, we, I mean, they're, I mean, for me, they're all so good that, I mean, I've watched them all several times over. Mm-hmm. And and they and they you know at my old age they start running together. Which ones which? So, That's right. And I, I, we keep yeah. a pretty big catalog of films in the old noggins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so so there you go. It's all it's all yours, Tristan. I just wanted right. to make sure that um, we corrected that. This one, I mean, it, it's I. There's nothing about this movie I don't like. There is not a single scene. Nothing from the very opening sequence one when you see um, Lamel come out and and or not Lamel but um, he comes out and gives a little introduction. Uh, you've been warned, you know, um, about the story, and then it just starts off at the at the gravesite, and you see them burying somebody while Fritz and Frankenstein are kind of off on the side waiting for them to leave, so they can start digging up the body. Then they go to the gallows and see a guy hanging, and they cut the the body down. I mean, it's it's a pretty it's dark from the very get go. I mean, they lets they let you know from the very beginning. You, there's not going to be anything light about this movie. And there's not. There's no lighthearted easiness to this film from the word go. And uh, everything to me was just absolutely top-notch. All the sets were amazing in this movie. The actors were amazing. Um, I mean, and again, Dwight Fry, I mean, I absolutely, he's got to be one of my favorite actors of the 30s and 40s. He just sells characters so well i mean we, we talked about you know, i mean his character's renfield i mean that that he made the iconic yeah. renfield laugh you know and playing fritz mm-hmm. which is a, the the igor character he did so yeah. well and, and that character torments the monster and the, the monster ultimately hangs him and kills him uh, but he does such a good job in his scenes with with karloff that it's just you got this massive monster then you got this little hunchback and he makes the yeah. hunchback just seem so terrible, and you just hate him for what he's doing. Even though the monster ultimately is the you know is is just as evil, um, he does a phenomenal job. Edward again is Doctor Wadlow. Like the, Edward's awesome. I loved him. He's probably I liked him more as Van Helsing, but he's still phenomenal in this and, and every character. Colin was great as Frankenstein. Colin's probably my favorite of all the Frankenstein movies, and you get yeah. actual the yeah. Victor character. Um, Henry, or, or, or uh, Henry, Henry, Henry. They change. Hey, they That's changed right. it up in the book. In the book, he's Victor. Yeah, but in the movie, but, it is uh, Henry. They change it, yeah, there's they there's several changes in the movie. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so Henry Frankenstein, or in the movie, but Victor Frankenstein. Colin's my favorite. Like, I mean, of everybody that's played the role, Colin has always been my favorite Frankenstein. He just, he just captures the moments right, even down to the point to where when they finally. Um, uh, get him out of the ca- out of the castle and get him and Elizabeth and are sitting there on like the patio at his at his dad's house or whatever and just that coming back from the madness to the love of his life he just delivered that scene so unbelievably well yeah. i mean he just yeah. he delivers all of his stuff perfectly uh, and Karloff as the monster is oh uh, oh man, he yeah. said it. I mean, he set the yeah. tone for that monster so well that they carried that tone for literally decades. That tone did not change for that character till the remake with Robert De Niro. That's when you know they made it way more like. I mean, that's the, as far as movies. Wait, that's when they made it like though. That's the closest to the book. Yeah, that is the most the accurate yeah. to the book there is, um, as far as film. But prior to that film, and I came out what in like 94, 96, you know, in the nineties. 
so from 1931 to the 90s, his his portrayal, that's what they did for I mean okay. decades. That is that that is what they were trying to capture. He did such a good job of just, you know, he's created and yet his he's got the mind of a criminal, but yet his mind's not functioning more than a four or five year old. You know, Victor or Henry he even talks about the mm-hmm. having to develop after a few days. Um, he portrays the character so well because his fear of fire, his not understanding, his his desire for freedom, his you know, I mean, he's got all these emotions. He can't talk. He can make noise. But he has got to be able to, to show fear. He's got to be able to show power. He's got to be able to yeah. show um, that anger, anger, yeah, the, anger. Um, the, yeah. the childlike innocence, but still being a monster. And the greatest scene that that's delivered in uh, is is the scene with the little girl Maria, um, which was cut. I mean, immediately cut um, because in the, in the scene he comes across little Maria next to this um, lake. And she asks him if he wants to play, and she shows him how to make boats out of these little sunflowers. And they're th- she they're throwing them in the water together, and then and so he's runs out, and he looks at her and starts smiling because they're playing together, and he picks her up, and she starts to scream, "You're hurting me!" And he throws her in, and then she drowns. Now this was, of course, you know, pre-code era, or as that was changing, that got cut out. Uh, but right. was later restored because they ended up finding it wasn't restored to like the eighties um, because a lot of the time when things were cut, especially in the thirties and forties, they were cut from the original negative. So a lot of the footage that was cut from films was lost. I mean, it was just thrown away. Uh, that scene miraculously was found in the eighties in the film archive by complete happenstance. So they were able to restore it. And that to me is the greatest scene there is because he's being completely innocent. There is no malice in the character. So he's 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 having fun playing and he's throwing these beautiful things into the water. But then he looks at this little girl who's a beautiful little girl and he thinks she can float too. So that's what he does. And when he realizes, because he's reaching for the water trying to get her out, which he's screaming and drowning, and then he goes from literally being playful to shocked to terrified as he runs away at what just happened he has no idea he just killed this little girl no idea and to me that's the that single scene as short as it is is the greatest delivered scene in the entire universal monster category of the originals that right there for me is what made this one the best of the best um and then of course just the tragic ending you know i mean he's he it's almost like he doesn't want in the book he doesn't i mean he hates that he's alive and is what he is because Victor created him. That's why he goes and exacts this vengeance on, you know, killing Elizabeth and ultimately Victor himself. Um, you know, so Karloff, I mean, just he just he yeah. he stole he just, it. He he delivered this character so well. I have no complaints. The special effects were great on it. Every scene was amazing. I mean, there's still a lot of footage from the original cut that was taken out. They actually wanted that that. They wanted to take out so much footage that it would have, I think it was like 32 scenes or 32 minutes worth of this movie that it would have cut the movie in half. Um, But ultimately they didn't, but there were still more scenes that were cut. Now, the only one that I know of that was restored was the little girl drowning scene um, that was found in the 80s. So there was still a lot cut. We never got the full thing. Well, uh, no, I'm sorry. One of the scenes was cut was um, a a dialogue line of Henry's. Uh, yeah. He talks about feeling like God or whatever yeah. when he creates yeah. the they, monster. Uh, they felt that, like it was bla- blasphemous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and he, he speaking with Victor Henry uh, refers to in the name of God, and and he's like, now I know yeah. how it's like to be God. How, and, yeah. Yeah. And those states were yeah. like absolutely no way, no how. Right. Was right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was that was restored. Um, to me, that I mean, this is. Um, I mean, Creature's top-notch for me. I love all these Universal Monster movies, but, I mean, this is the only one that tops Creature. And it's really just, I mean, just the tragic horror um, that this film is, especially with the monster. You know what I mean? Because the monsters, it's it's ultimately not his fault. None of it is. And another note, it was was completely banned in Ireland. uh, Oh, really? uh, In 1932, because it was unsuitable. Uh, for uh, for children or nervous people, said it was really. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was banned in China. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I think it, it was banned in China for something different, though. Something to deal with, like the way you know, I mean, the way that they were running their country. Like it was, this, it was a, it fell under a category of film that wasn't allowed to be shown there, um, yeah. of some kind. But it was banned in China. But I didn't know that it was banned in Ireland. <laughs> and like it, well, uh, until nineteen sixty five, then they allowed it. Uh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was one of the first movies probably to be banned. You know. Um, oh, definitely had to be. Yeah, because I can't think of any one. I mean, yeah, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah, yeah I can't think of anything else. Yeah. That, I can't think of anything else. So, but I mean, 31. that's I, no complaints. I absolutely love this movie. This is my favorite of the Universal monsters. I love the story itself. Anyways, I love the portrayal from every every actor in this film, uh, and having three of my favorites from that time frame. Um, with Karloff and with with Dwight and Edward, I love all three of them. Um, because I, I mean I love Karloff and so many other things. I mean I don't know if it's a movie we would actually do because it's not a technically a monster film, but the 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 Black Cat with Car oh, yeah. with Karloff yeah. and Lugosi, yeah. that's the epitome of both of their careers in my opinion. Because I mean you you see them go toe to toe as Frankenstein and Dracula, but. They're not Frankenstein and Dracula in this. I mean, they're literally yeah. one's a psychotic serial killer and the other one is a vengeful husband whose wife was murdered by the psychotic psychotic serial killer. And it's crazy. I mean, that movie is, I mean, seeing them, it's like it's like seeing two geniuses going toe to toe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it would be like seeing what's James Spader's character from Blacklist. Um well, I can't Hold think what in. his name is. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. though, right? Yes. Okay, so seeing him yeah. go up against like Hannibal Lecter, I mean, those two yeah. genius yeah. minds going toe to toe. That's one of the greatest movies ever. We ever. may have to do that. With oh man, that movie is phenomenal. We just throw it in, yeah. and 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 it really true. Mm. It, it is about who's the bigger monster. It really is. Is it Karloff or is it you know, yeah. Lugosi? I mean, yeah, and see. and that's I mean. That's that predates you know Freddy versus Jason or anything like that you'd ever want to see and it can never be touched. It can never be touched. But I mean, so I love these actors. I love this movie, Frankenstein. I mean, I no no faults in this movie for me whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Whichever one you guys want to go next. I think you know, uh, as far as the Universal monster movies, I mean, you know, with the last one and uh, with Dracula and stuff didn't know the that there was a spanish version until we did that mm. you know then you had a kind of mixed emotions but when it comes to frankenstein i mean and and <coughs> excuse me like we were talking earlier it was you know the money uh that's that's brought by this character i mean uh it's just been amazing and 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 with this original movie i think and you're right the sets are fantastic that when the scene with the windmill oh, oh is God. just phenomenal and, and it's, you know, that's just that whole sequence yeah. is forever stable yeah. in my mind. You know, and 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 you almost uh, you, know, you get to, it, it's, he's the monster is a character that you begin to feel sorry for him and almost yeah. a compassion for him, even though he's the monster. Yeah, and just the way you were explaining who he was, how he was made, uh, his thoughts, and then for uh, for Karloff just to be able to get all that across with just grunting and making sounds yeah. uh, on, on what yeah. he was dealing with and what he was going through uh, makes you really start to feel for him. And I, and I think that's a, a part of his popularity had to deal with that. Yeah. How, how Boris Karloff really brought that, uh, the monster to, to life. I mean, uh, I think in the movie, uh, scenes were great. Sets were great. The acting was fantastic. Just absolutely oh, fantastic. Yeah. And and it definitely I mean, is, especially for the production time. Like I'm oh, still oh, floored yeah. Yeah. with how quickly they put this movie into production and how great a performance they got from these people. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Short, yes. Period, short period of time, and look what they put out. And yeah. and, and they definitely Amazing. definitely a high quality yeah. movie uh, for a time when uh, you know you don't have the computer graphics. You don't have. I mean, it's just them doing it, and and so much physical work uh, going into this movie is a such a you know just if you think about it when you watch the movie in that aspect what they're doing what these people are putting together this type of entertainment <clears throat> man it's 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 a perfect movie yeah it really is it yeah. is it is so i'm good ruben you yeah. just go right ahead sir all right man you guys covered a lot um this is one of the most perfect movies i've ever seen now i know i said 
that creature was my favorite and it is but this movie is perfect in every way i mean the portrayal of of the monster was just just his screams of agony his faces that he's make when he's being tortured by by fritz or when he's uh you know when they open the door because they're gonna they're gonna inject him to put him to sleep you know because he's uh he just killed fritz just the faces that he, you know, he makes uh, suspicious, you know, anger, suspicion, scared. Um, he just runs the gamut and he just does it so perfectly. Um, this movie is so perfect. It's got it's got a moral to it. Uh, you know, this is what happens when you try to play God. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you know, it. it I mean, I guess Mary Shelley's uh, Frankenstein was a rich, I, I believe. One of the titles was the modern day Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, right? I think so, it was Frankenstein so, or the modern day Prometheus. I think it was Prometheus, yeah. right? So you know this had this had this you know Prometheus in Greek mythology was the one who brought fire and life to us is basically what the Greek mytho- mythology of Prometheus is, and um, the symbolism like um, like in a cemetery it starts right off. Henry's digging the grave, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there's a Grim Reaper statue right behind him. Yeah, what it's doing in his, and he throws dirt on the Grim Reaper. Yeah, as to right. say, he throws dirt on the Grim Reaper, <clears throat> as to say, I don't, I'm gonna beat you. I'm throwing dirt in your face because I'm gonna bring these guys to life. This guy to life, you know. And uh, I mean, I said, man, it's just right off the bat, you know, it's it, it's crazy. How much symbolism there is. Um, I loved everything about it. I love the laboratory set. Oh, I mean, it's, it is the, so with great. all the Jacob's ladders and Tesla coils and I mean all kinds of stuff just going on in the back background. I mean, it was just perfect. If I'm um, not mistaken, Ruben, didn't Nikol Nikolai Tesla supply the actual coil for that movie? He 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 might have. I mean, I, I think I remember him that, like I mean, I, of course they were you know starting to put those in production. But I think like he's the one yeah. who brought it. Like he's the like he made that one and brought it to the movie. He, well, that's cool. And delivered it to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is very cool. If that's true. Um, there was more symbolism, like when they went to go uh visit the doctor, you know, because they're they're trying to figure out what what's going on with Frankenstein with, with uh, Henry Frankenstein. And you go into his office, and his office is half alchemist, half scientist. Yeah, he's got test tubes, and he's got skulls, and he's got books, and he's got all kinds of stuff, and, and he's like, you know, it tells you where they were with medicine at the time, and it was a good comparison because really, medicine at the that that time was was you know partly alchemist, and you know that's what Henry was shooting for, you know, um, without touching on the book, the reason Henry or Victor in the book Henry does all of this is because this doctor said that we need to do better in the book. He says, we need to do better. You know, we, we expect more of everybody else where we should say, expect more from ourselves, which was the spark for, for Victor in the book for Victor to say, you know what? I am going to do better. I'm going to, I'm going to beat, I'm going to beat death, <laughs> you yeah. know? So it was so cool to see that. Um, uh, it, it's just, it, it even had a little bit of comedy relief with Fritz and his little limp going up and down yeah. the stairs, pulling up, pulling up his sock, you know, when he's, well, you know, telling people to go away. Yeah. Well, I said that line when, when, when Elizabeth and them come up to the door, right. As they start the experiment and he says yeah. that he says that line, who is it? You know, at the door, yeah. well, they use that multiple times all the way up to um, Mel Brooks's young Frankenstein. Young yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of a big joke in that yeah. movie. Um, he, yeah. yeah, it's great in this one too. You know, and uh, and the moral of the story is, yeah, you look what you brought to life, but and, and this is just my opinion, but you brought somebody to life and he has no soul. His soul is gone. Yeah, you brought something to life, and, and that's been echoed over and over again. Man, Pet Cemetery echoes that sentiment. Have you seen either yeah. one of the pet cemeteries? Yeah, yeah. You know that you know, uh, and so I'm like, yeah, you and, and and it's not his fault. He's the monster, 
and yeah, he's he's violent because he has the in 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 the movie here he has the brain of a criminal. And uh, in thirty one, it was just that it was just determined. Hey, if you're a criminal, you have this kind of brain, and if you're a good person, you have this kind of brain. So he's a criminal. He's got a criminal mind, but it's not his fault. You know that that what he does, you feel, you feel you you're terrified of him, but at the same time, you feel sorry for him. Yeah. Because yeah. none none of what happened was really his fault. You know, they created him. They brought him back. You know, he was at peace. Whoever this person was before, was at peace, most likely. You know, I know it's a criminal, but who knows? But well, in the brain people. part. I mean, he's yeah. got multiple. Yeah, people multiple. Yeah. He's yeah. multiple yeah. people. These people were all at peace, but all those multiple people do not equal one soul. Right. Right. So right. you know the num- the number one problem with for me, in my opinion, the number one problem Franken- the Frankenstein's monster had was not that he was created, but he was created and he had no soul. Yeah. So he already he was already and that, and that, that, you know and that, negative five hundred. That, that aspect I think is correct is correct and where you're coming from with that because I mean that's played out in a lot of other the films, even into graphic right. novel areas. When you look at uh, yeah. I Frankenstein, that's yeah that's his biggest struggle. Not so much being created because I mean the the, the story and if you've never read the I Frankenstein graphic novels, maybe you've seen the movie with Aaron Eckhart, Frankenstein versus gargoyles and demon or with gargoyles versus yeah. demons. You know, yeah, um, great great movie. Uh, or fun movie, I should say, uh, and great graphic novels. But, I mean, it starts hundreds of years after he's created. Victor's already gone, you know, and you kind of yeah. get a little prologue of him, and and his name's Adam, and the whole his mm-hmm. whole internal struggle for the movie is he has no soul. And that's, you know, I mean, and that's a major part of that, I think, because, yeah, yeah I mean, we play God in this movie, but only God can create the soul. We can't. Yeah. And when we try to yeah. play God, not only can we not create a soul, but the price and cost. It's his breath. He breathes it into it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. because of that, the cost of the cost of that attempt is so drastic. I mean, the amount of death that comes from it, uh, you know, just to try to yeah. create one life, you lose dozens of others, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ruby. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so no, no, but, and, and you know, so that resonated with me. That's the part that resonated with me is, and that's what made me feel sorry for him. Because even what you say, this this great scene with that little girl, he meant her no harm. Yeah. What happened was, uh, it was a complete accident. If you you know, because he didn't know any better. You know, it, it, it's like it, like you you. I think you compared him to a toddler. It's like a toddler doesn't know that he's not supposed to go and bite somebody in the you know yeah. the leg. Right. <laughs> he just goes and does it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He he doesn't mean any harm. He's just a toddler, and he's learning right from wrong at that age, you know. And uh, and that's where the monster's predicament is. He's learning right from mm-hmm. wrong. I mean, in his mind, yeah, he killed Fritz, but Fritz tortured him. So in his mind, all he's doing is is getting even, or getting and stopping the pain. Yeah, yeah, stopping and it. stopping the pain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He's stopping. He's stopping the source of this torture exactly you know and and i still think he he does have understanding because he hates henry frankenstein for what he did and for creating him and wants to exact his revenge on him um you know and so it's just so great um this movie is perfect from beginning to end and you were talking about things they cut out they also added a bunch of things to this movie um like Henry and Elizabeth were supposed to both die in this movie. They added scenes later because they thought the ending would be too grim if uh they didn't if they killed them off. So from what I read, when he comes into that room, he kills Elizabeth. Uh apparently she's thrown if you remember the scene, she's thrown on the bed. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's out. She's supposed to be dead. And that's what was supposed to happen in the movie. Then in the windmill, they were supposed to both die in the fire. They came back and created that scene where he gets thrown off and survives. Um, I mean, they were both supposed to both die. I don't remember exactly if he threw him off and he dies, 
I think or if he was supposed to die in a fire. I think he threw him off. I think I remember reading that one. I, I don't remember yeah. hearing about Elizabeth. Yeah. And, the, and um, then, yeah, and then they came back and they added the scene at the end where he's recovering. Elizabeth's alive and it's a happy ending, you know, but originally they didn't have any of that. The studio said this is too grim. And I guess in the test screenings, it didn't work out too well because they even added that prologue, a prologue. Yeah, prologue yeah. in the beginning. There was no prologue in the original screening that was shown, test screening. And uh, so it opens up in the graveyard where they're digging up a grave. So they thought maybe they needed some explanation, so they added that in there. So this movie in 1931 was quite, quite controversial. I mean, there was, there was a lot of things the studio did to this movie for us to get an hour and 10 minutes that we get now. Yeah. Um, it wasn't so. I mean, this movie is only an hour and ten minutes, but so much happens in that hour. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. You were you were you know captivated from the word oh, yeah. go. Yeah. Until yeah. the end, you're just like wow. This whole you know, I remember thinking this is only an hour and ten minutes. Yep. And I'm like wow, but there's so much to talk about because at first I thought, man, it's only an hour and ten minutes. Uh, you know how are we gonna? But there's just there's an hour and ten minutes, but there's literally hours of discussion on this movie yeah. that we could do. I mean, we could go on and on about it. Um, lack of a soundtrack, which made it even more eerie. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- and this is this, in this instance, this movie did not need a soundtrack. Yeah. It was perfect. It was fine. Uh, it was perfect. It was perfect. Out it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just didn't need it. Um, yeah, Cause you don't, it, you never just, even think about it. Right. Watch it. Exactly. You never once go, Hey, there's no music. And that was, right. I think that was yeah. a perfect decision. Perfect decision. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it worked out perfect. So, I mean, there is nothing about this movie. And I doubt that there's any listeners out there that have never seen it. But hopefully after uh, hearing this podcast, you'll look at it maybe in a different light or maybe take another look at it and look at all the symbolism that's there that maybe you didn't see before. Because um, it's just a great movie. It is. Uh, mo- a lot of times when they make a movie, and it's based on a book they ruin it you know and i'm not saying the book is the movie is better than the book but the book is a hard read if anybody's have you guys you've read it i've read it have you both read it to me it was it was a hard read because it kind of bounces around a little bit it's just it was a hard read and this movie just flowed so good even though it's not even close to the book i mean it's not well it is it the framework of the book is there yeah. But um, it's just so much enjoyable. I mean, the movie's so much more enjoyable for me to watch than than reading the book, and not because the book is bad. It's just a hard read for me personally. It was a hard read, um, and I and I really can't think of anything negative about this movie. It's just a downright perfect movie. Um, I'm sure I haven't looked, but I'm sure it's one of the hundred movies you have to watch before you die. Oh yeah, it's on the list. It's on it's on several top one hundred lists of films. I'm sure it's on that list. I'm sure you know Creature from the Black Lagoon may not be on there, but I know Frankenstein would be on there. And Frankenstein's it's you know it's one of the few films that holds a hundred percent on Rotten Tomato. Yeah, I mean, it's well worth it. I mean, it it's yeah, yeah, so good. You know, and and man, kudos to Universal. Their stable of actors that they had in that time was incredible. Oh even yeah, even their even their bit actors were top notch. I mean, think about it. Both both Cheney's, Lugosi, Karloff. I mean, Strange, Lord. Fry, Strange. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, God, you know, you're like, man, look at this stable of actors. Uh, Carradine, right? Uh, yeah, Carradine. Like David Carradine. Well, yeah, because Carradine, Carradine was like, that's yeah. who took over the role of Dracula, that's a Dracula. after Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carradine was I mean, great, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, man, Universal really had it going on. I mean, they just, for the genre that we that we like so much, I mean, can't get any better than that. You can't get no. better any better than Universal Monster in that era. Now, where yeah, they Universal went wrong because they keep era. screwing it up over the last decade or so is beyond me. <laughs> yeah. you know, they had it right, right from the beginning. They they have it right. They have they have the out. They have a right. They have the blueprint sit right in front of them. Yeah, you know they just you know I don't know if they just want to change it up 
because they don't want to be called, you know, copycats or whatever. But man, you have the framework there to make an excellent movie. You just have to find the right actors. Yeah. And right. And, uh, and, that, I mean, and that they did yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, they but then the they actors. lost it along the way yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. It, it got lost. So, yeah. But that's all I got, man. And, you know, I think I covered, I, this is the very few times. I don't know if the, our listeners know this, but nine times out of 10, I don't even take any notes. I watch the movie. I make a mental note and I just sit and I just talk and I BS for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> This is the first time that I said I need to take notes because I don't want to miss anything. And I actually have my my little spiral notebook out and I wrote down everything I wanted to say because I did not want to miss anything. I sat there with my notebook and made all kinds of notes. Uh and it was, you know, uh, like I said, I usually like to sit there and just kind of take in the movie. And and this time I actually took notes. Um so that's how much it's, I want everybody to know that this how good this movie is. Uh, the movie's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. Yeah. The one scene I forgot to mention, what actually happens twice, and I love it both times, is when they're chasing the monster down, and the mobs kind of yeah. separate themselves from from Henry, and then Henry yeah. comes up on the monster, and they have oh, this yeah. stare off, this stare down. Yeah. Where I'm just like, dude, it's like it's like look, it's like that stare down between Rocky and Drago, you know, and Rocky. Yeah. Before. It's yeah. just. I know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then and then in the windmill, when and they do the, it again in the, the windmill on top. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. incredible because yeah. that thing's turning and they're see, they're looking <laughs> at each other through that cog. To that, yep. That yep. cog. Oh man, I'm like you know that's a classic scene too. I mean, it's just like I mean, especially one of, there, us, especially, one of us is not walking out of yes, here. Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, especially yeah. there in the windmill and that cog. I mean, that's the look on on Henry and the monster's faces one of us is dying. Yeah. One of us is not coming out of this alive. And it's, it's awesome, man. Yeah. It's, it's one, such a one, good yeah. movie. <laughs> and that's, I mean, and that, I think that's the first time that, that type of, cause you see that sequence between two characters. You know I mean? We talked, you know, just mentioned a minute ago, Rocky and Drago. Um, you see that between yeah. so many characters in so many movies across all kinds of genres, you know, especially, especially horror, yeah. action, sci-fi. You know I mean? Uh, even Ripley in the queen alien. You know I mean? When she comes out, yeah in that uh uh the um oh dang I get the the suit she's in you know the, the, that she's in you know the get away from her you lying like that's that look between the two of them one right. of them's coming out of this life yeah. this was the first time this was yeah. the first time on film we ever got that experience that's terrible oh, oh yeah I mean, it's incredible it's phenomenal <laughs> so i mean look guys if you if you, you've most likely seen this if you have, go back and watch it again with some of the things we said, and, and see. Hopefully, it, it brings some things to light to you, uh, looking at it a little differently. Um, if you haven't seen it, you're 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 doing yourself no favors by not watching this movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I no. mean, yes, you got to watch this. I feel like this is one of the ones we've been well, you very excited. I, I don't about. know that you can be a horror fan if you haven't seen this. You can't call yourself. Yeah. There's no yeah. way. If you are a horror fan and you've yeah. never seen this, yeah. you're not you've a horror. Got, fan. you've got to see. Yeah, that. yeah. No, you know, yeah. You, you can be one of those ones like, oh yeah, but I saw this rare film. Yeah. Doesn't matter. If you haven't seen, well, one, any of the original Universal's right. horrors, but this one particular, yeah, right? You know, I mean, it's all like Dracula and this. Oh yeah, are the staples. Well, and I think, and I, and I know it's this is our sixtieth episode. Yes, is this the first time that we're five right across the board? No, no, we've had, no we've, Godzilla fifty four was. Five, oh 50, yeah, yeah, fifty four. Yeah, so this bad. is one of the very yeah, few but, times. Yeah. Oh yeah, because um, this this movie. Yeah, is, we don't give out. We don't no. give out fives. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe uh, maybe Alien. I think Al- I think yeah. Alien and fifty Godzilla fifty four and the and the the thing got a five. I think oh yeah, yep. yeah. So very few movies yeah. have gotten yeah. five. But this one definitely is. Yeah. Oh, there was no uh, question. A five that we, has to be seen. You you have to call. Yeah. You know you have to watch the movie to, to call yourself a horror fan. You have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and we are extremely picky. We'll sit here and go. Okay, so what did I give this film? Because you know that we've we've done previously. Because yeah. I need to think yeah. about what I'm giving the one we're watching now. You know, and that was that was one of the things that was so hard with Creature for me, because yeah, I'm like, yeah. what do I give Creature? Because I knew what I was giving Frankenstein. Yeah. There was no question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and, we, and for before, me, it was no big deal because yeah. for me, they're both getting five. They both got five yeah. for me. Well, you know, yeah. Reasons, even when we, we talked reasons, prior, yeah. you know, to to this recording, 
it was pretty simple. Well, what are we doing? Oh, five, yeah. five. It was just like oh, five, yeah. five, five, five. That was it. it. For mean, those it listening, not. when we, before we start the show, we'll, you know, we're, we're usually talking for a good 20 minutes before we even start recording. Um, we'll get our ratings down and then we'll average them up and we'll spend 10, 15 minutes, not maybe 15 minutes, but 10 minutes at least, yeah. you know, talking about the ratings. Yeah. We talked about the rating for this film for maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. We all yeah. knew. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Like it was without question. Yeah. There's, there's a straight yeah. across. There's no doubt. So, yes. So if you haven't seen this movie, um, one, you can't call yourself a horror or monster movie fan until you do, um, but you need to see it. I mean, we're telling you, this is one of the, you know, I mean, there's movies we review that we encourage, and if you don't see it, it ain't going to, you know, really matter. This is one of the few where we're like, you you have to see this film. This is a have to for any movie lover of any genre, let alone our genre. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anything else you guys want to state on this one? I'm good over here. No, I'm good here. All right. Well, man, guys, thank you so much again for listening to this one. And if, I mean, if you couldn't tell from the excitement in our voice about this movie, go watch it. Um, but we'll be back in two weeks again for another Godzilla film. Uh, next up, we've got Godzilla Final Wars. We're ending out the Millennium Series. And then we'll start trucking up to, well, no, the, oh, crap. Did we? What? No, Uh-oh. wait. <laughs> Did we decide the anime films? We'll do 2014 and then the anime because we're going to do the animated films. But don't worry. We're just going to do it all in one episode. All the whole trilogy. <laughs> they are feature length. Thank, thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. I'm going to tell you right now that <laughs> that anime film. And I think I'd rather watch Godzilla 98, man. That's, Ooh, that's, that's so much I do bold not like statement wow. there, okay, sir. We, do yeah. not yeah. do not like the anime. I don't. Yeah. You oh know. man. I am with you. I am sneak, with you, but I don't sneak preview. <laughs> sneak preview. It's my Titanic. It's my Robocop. Oh, it's wow. My- <laughs> wow. He is on it. He is on it. It'll be interesting when we yeah. get to when we start, you know, in that episode talk about the third film, especially because whew, I think All I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to go buy me a caffeine drink. To stay up to watch those again. It's all right. Just put it down. So, um, yeah. That'll be interesting to get to. So, yes, yeah, so Final Wars is the next one, and then we'll start trekking through 2014, then the animes, and, and then the last few. We're getting close to the end of Godzilla films. Yeah. We'll be caught up to what's really going on. Um, and then, of course, after that, the next Universal Monster movie we've got, we've only got, what, two left? Of the originals, yep. we got the Mummy yeah. and, and and the Invisible the Man. Invisible Man, which yeah. you know we debated whether or not to even do the Invisible Man, but you can't do the originals uh, yeah. without doing yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of like when you talk about Universal monsters that that is the original that yeah. and Phantom of the Opera and and you know we went you got, we did Phantom you just got to do yeah. you got to do, do it got to do it. Do I mean it. the you know the one thing it's got going for it and we'll get to it when we get to it is is Claude Rains. Thankfully, thankfully yeah. Claude is in it, you yeah. know, um, which yeah. we'll introduce him when we get to that movie because he needs to be introduced because he was another big name back then. So, but yeah, Final Wars is next. And then after that, we got The Mummy and then uh, we'll keep on trekking. So, and once we get through the Universal Originals, um, we're, you know, we're going to take some time to figure out what we want to do next. We may do a poll and see what you guys think. Um, yeah. And maybe have you guys um, do a request or give you a couple of options and see what you guys want to do. Um, but other than that, man, we cannot wait to talk to you guys again uh, for the next Godzilla film. It's good. It's going to be crazy. It is. I mean, yeah. it is. <laughs> Ryu Kitamura, who is one of my all-time favorite directors in the director chair, just said, we're going to go balls to the wall on this one, boys. And yeah. he definitely yep. did. Don Fry, Mutants, Matrix, a butt ton of monsters. I mean, it's it's awesome. So it's gonna be good. Tuna, tuna eaters. Good. Don't forget about the tuna eaters. Oh yeah, the tuna, tuna eaters in it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, we'll be, it's gonna be good. So, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again so much for listening. This is Sludge and Mark and Ruben. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Night, y'all. We have a call.